This is Photo BizX, episode number 429, and I have to say I am more excited about today's episode, today's interview, than I normally am. And it's because I'm talking to a photographer, a newborn photographer, who I have personally witnessed go from strength to strength to strength. She is absolutely killing it. She's one of the most beautiful people you'll ever meet. A fantastic photographer, which she underplays and is so business savvy. I know you are going to get a ton from this interview, no matter what genre you photograph. At the very least, you will come away feeling motivated and pumped about your business. I'm talking about the incredible Elle Payne of Always Bell Photography, and that interview is coming up in just a minute. Are you planning to have a successful wedding and portrait photography business? Join Andrew as he interviews successful photographers and business experts to fast track your success. Welcome to the Photo Biz Exposed podcast with your host, Andrew Helmich. Hey, it's Andrew Helmich here from Impact Images and welcome to this episode of the podcast. I am excited to bring Elle to you in just a minute. Before we get into that interview, I do have a quite a few announcements after the interview with Elle. I've got the winner. It's actually the winners of the Straps Jewel Photography Harness. I want to fill you in on the LinkedIn course for photographers, which is underway, but it's not too late to join. And Paula Brennan has reopened her personal branding mentoring program, but you'll need to be quick to get into that one if you are a personal brand photographer or looking to get into personal branding. In addition to that, I've got details about the $400 rebate if this is for you. Now, just before we jump into the interview with Elle, if you didn't catch last week's episode with UK photographer Siona Masumi, you need to get back and listen to that one, especially and particularly if you are a UK-based portrait photographer because it's photographers from the UK who continually suggest that it's almost impossible to make great sales from portrait photography in the UK. Now, this, this might be applicable to you no matter where you are in the world. If you live in an area where you service either lower socioeconomic clients or maybe there's just a feeling that clients in your local area aren't willing to spend good money on family photography, this interview is particularly pertinent to you. I think you'll find it dispels a lot of myths And Siona shares exactly how she's going about making the kind of sales that she's making in her business. So get back and have a listen to that one if you haven't heard it yet. Photo Biz Exposed. Interviews with photographers to help you build a better photography business. Oh, and just before we jump into the interview with Elle, If you are hearing this announcement, it does mean you are listening to the free version of the podcast. And if you've listened to any podcast in the past, you'll know that I save a large portion of the second half for premium members only. If you are loving what Elle shares in the first half of this interview and you'd like to hear the rest, you can check out the premium membership for as little as $1 with a 30-day trial membership. Head over to photobizx.com forward slash try. Implement just a tiny bit of what Elle shares today and you will have more than paid for a couple of years worth of premium membership for PhotoBizX. All you need to do is be the kind of photographer that can take some information that you hear, that you learn, 
from a guest and implement it into your own business. If you can do that, you will see incredible return and L is proof of that. So sign up, check it out, photobizx.com forward slash try. Implement what you hear and stay on with your membership. I'd love to have you a part of it. Come and join us in the members Facebook group and together we can help accelerate your success with your photography business. Welcome to another great eye for business. It's time for Andrew's special guest. I am super excited to have today's guest with us. And normally I have a pre-written introduction, but I thought, you know what, I'm going to win this one today because I feel like I know L. L. Payne from Always Belt Photography in Melbourne so, so well. She's been a PhotoBizX Premium member for literally years, and I feel like I've seen her business grow as she's grown as a photographer in business over the last few years. And one of the things I absolutely love about Elle is the way she gets stuff done. She hears an idea, she implements it into her business and absolutely runs with it and sees if it's going to work for her. In my understanding is most of the time it does. She's taken influence from people like Sue Bryce, Joel Dunn, Mark Rosetto, Bernie Griffith. She's joined mastermind groups. She's implemented SEO tactics and worked with Alex Vita. Like all the names you would be familiar with if you've been listening to the podcast for any length of time. She has worked with every one of these coaches, every one of these people, and not only worked with them, but implemented what she's learned from them. And her business has grown as a result. So Elle, massive, massive thanks for coming on, for saying yes. I know you said you were nervous about doing this. I don't know why, but I am super excited to have you on. So welcome, Elle. Thank you so much, Andrew. It feels very surreal to uh, be (laughs) talking to you in this way. (laughs) So when I introduced you, do you feel like you're you're at a point where, okay, yeah, I'm absolutely killing it. Like, this is good. I feel comfortable being here, even though you said you're nervous about coming on. I still feel like there's so much more to learn. So I think that you had a guest on a couple of weeks ago who was talking about selling a business and looking at it from a point of view of a child. And, you know, you want to get it to the point where you're a teenager and it runs self-sufficiently. And I just feel like I'm still so far away from that. And I do learn so much from the podcast every week. So I wouldn't necessarily say I'm killing it. I know that when I look back, I've come so far, but I still have huge, huge dreams. I'm not ready to settle at where I am just yet. So good. Have you seen, you know, incremental growth every step of the way, like every year after year, or has it been like, you know, you're going along a step and then you shoot up and then you sort of settle at a level and shoot up again. How's the growth been? I definitely say it's been a, a steady sort of curve. I think because I am always doing something to kind of progress my business in some way. There's always an idea going on or something that I've learned from the podcast or somebody else that I want to talk to or, you know, find out how they do things. So it's definitely been a steady growth. I document, you know, every single number figure that comes into the studio and I do have to sometimes stop and look back and sort of, you know, look at my numbers and realize, wow, it is actually, it's growing fast, but it is, um, yeah, it's, it's steady. Nice. When I first met you and you know started to follow your journey, you were working full-time as a nurse. You were doing photography part-time. Is that still the case today? So I was working full-time as a nurse and I was taking photos on the weekend. I then dropped down to four days, then three days and working at the hospital. And then I fell pregnant with my now daughter. And once I had her in February last year, that was sort of my, you know, transition out of, 
permanent work at the hospital. And now I work as a nurse on a casual basis not so much during the pandemic. It's not the nicest place to be. But yeah, now the plan is I, I, I was only ever doing two days in my business. And now I would say I'm doing about two and a half to three days in a business in the business. So just because I have my daughter, I haven't, you know, just gone full time in the business or anything like that. And I'm pregnant with my second child. So it is going to be a while before I'm full time in the business. So everything's kind of yeah part time at the moment. Wow. Okay. So I want to go back to the two and a half day thing in just a second, but can you give us a snapshot of where you are, you know, like turnover or revenue wise with your business now? Yeah. So 2019, I worked obviously the full year, the full calendar year. That was three days at the hospital and two days in the studio. And I cracked the six figures that year, which I was really proud of. Um, come 2020, I had my daughter, Annie, in February. So I was closed. And then obviously the pandemic hit. And I remain closed pretty much. I did two shoots in July before we got shut down again. So I didn't open again till November. So 2020 was a bit of a write-off. And then so for the financial year that just ended, I had only worked seven months and I turned over just over $180,000. So Holy shit. That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah, really, really awesome. I was really proud of myself and yeah. My goal this year is is definitely to hit the 300K this calendar year, although with another baby on the way, we'll we'll see how that goes. But, yeah, 300K, then the next goal will be 500K, and I'm just going up from there. That is amazing. So hang on. So you've got like a close to 200K turnover, and you're doing two and a half days a week. Like really? Is that really true? Yeah. So from November to the end of June, which is the end of our financial year, seven months. So it had a little trip to Queensland in there. So yeah, two and a half days a week, 180. It was just just over $180,000 for those seven months, which was I was pretty happy with. <laughs> Amazing. You are incredible. Okay, so you said before that, that you know, your growth was incremental. It's sort of been pretty steady. Did you find that you know, when you work with a coach or you implement a new marketing strategy or change your prices, like, was there anything along the way where it took a, a radical jump up? Like you went from you know, 50 to 100,000. Yeah, definitely in 2019 is where my systems really started playing a big part. And that was a lot to do with the endurance coaching that I did with Mark Rosetto. He just sort of helped me to really systemize things, get a price list that I was really happy with and just work out exactly how I wanted to do things. Because I was only working in the studio two days a week, I needed to make sure that everything was really streamlined. So I would say working with him really gave me a good snapshot of my business overall, what I needed to do to actually run a business and not just a hobby and kind of, you know, winging it as I went. I wanted to make sure that I knew exactly what I was doing. And he was a huge part in that. Nice. So when you say systems or systematize your business, like what does that mean? So to me, it means that at this point, I really want to get it to a point where any single person can walk in here and do what I do. Obviously, the business side of things is a huge part. The taking the photos, I would say, is about 20% of it. The rest of it is running a business. And it's something that I really enjoy, which is why I think that I'm so successful. But I want to, I want someone to be able to walk in here and to do a photo shoot exactly how I would do it. I want an admin person to be able to you know, order the gift vouchers, print the gift vouchers, package them and know exactly who to send them off to. So by creating these 
systems, these videos, you know, I want, so Susie, I hire Susie, she walks in, she does the shoot and then um, Susie's made up by the way, but I do have Gabrielle who is my admin assistant. So then Gabrielle knows exactly what products to order, how to order them, how to get them from Celdex and what to do next so that my business is running on its own. And I think that you need systems in place to do that. Okay. And you're recording videos of how all these systems work in your business. Absolutely. Yep. So every time I do something, I ask myself, is this something I'm going to have to do again? And if the answer is yes, I am going to have to do this again. Great. We'll make a video and put it in the manual so that then somebody else can watch it and then they can do it for me. Okay. So is this with a view to grow the business, to create another separate business, to franchise or to sell the business down the road? Like what's the idea of doing this? It's definitely to grow. I have a plan to be turning over a million dollars and taking home a lot of that, (laughs) a big chunk of that. But I want to do that not by working an 80 hour week. I want to do that by working a 25 hour week and, you know, sitting by my pool while my kids are in school in five years time and, and sitting there having a glass of wine. And yeah, I want to be able to grow the business, but I want to be able to create a lifestyle that I want. I want to be able to go on holidays. I want to be able to take my kids on holidays and do road trips and things like that whilst my business runs for me in the background. Nice. So is it a home-based business or do you have a studio frontage? Yeah. So I have a commercial space. I only just moved here this year. I was operating, I started in the spare room. And then when I met my now husband and moved out of my apartment, I turned my whole apartment into a studio. And then once I had my daughter, it was just a little bit too far to travel. So this little shop that I am currently in was empty. It's 190 meters from my front door. And so it's just a part of a little community that we live in, um, a little village called Egamont in Melbourne. And yeah, I've got 50 square meters here. It's not going to work long-term because it is just one room, but at the moment it's making me a lot of money. So I'm okay with it. So good. So good. So when you close the door in the studio of an afternoon or an evening, do you take the laptop and work home with you or is that it? That's the day done. I do take my laptop home with me, but generally by the time I put Annie to bed at seven, (laughs) I'm not that far behind her. So you will see me some nights with the laptop out if I'm just, you know, getting something done quickly, but it's definitely not every night. And especially being pregnant at the moment, I'm exhausted. So I try and get as much as I can done during the day or outsource it to Gabrielle and I can just write her little notes and she just gets stuff done for me, which is even better. So good. So good. One thing I didn't ask you, Elle, was with the video recordings for your systems, what app are you using to do that? I just screen record off QuickTime on my Mac. Nice. Easy. Yes. And at the moment, I'm just moved over to a program called Teamwork, which I'm just trialing it at the moment, but I can create my studio manual there. You know, so you've got your section for marketing, sales, admin, etc. And then Gabrielle's just helping me create this whole beautiful manual of systems of how to order portrait box from Celdex, things like that. Nice. You talked about growth earlier and, you know, with the, the dreams of growing the business to a million dollar business, can you do that from where you are or do you think you're going to need multiple studios and multiple locations to do that? I think I probably could do it from one studio if I had two studios running at the same time, like if I had a bigger space and had two studios, but I would really like in future to maybe open up another studio 
um, if once all my systems are in place, I see no reason why I can't lease a commercial space on the other side of Melbourne and have somebody doing exactly the same thing that they're doing here because it really is a rinse and repeat kind of thing. Somebody in my mastermind group the other day was talking about personal projects and what people were doing and I just kind of laughed because I was like, I don't, it's not that I don't enjoy taking photos, but that's not my passion. My passion is the business side of things. That's where the challenge is for me and getting people in the door and, you know, my average, watching my average sales go up and, you know, having happy clients at the end. So good. And, you know, I didn't really talk about your photography in the intro, you know, and you just brought it up then, but I've got to say for you, the listener, Elle's work is absolutely beautiful. I mean, it is like, there's no way anyone would ever come to one of your viewing sessions and not fall in love and want to buy everything. It's clean. It's beautifully lit. The expressions are gorgeous. There's a certain look you have. And um, yeah, I mean, although you're glossing over the fact that the photography is not a big part of what you're doing, it must have played a big part in your success. You are a damn good photographer. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, I mean, I did love, I, I loved learning and I loved learning how to take those photos and um, most of everything that I learned was from Kelly Brown and she's an incredible photographer and teacher and she taught me so much and yeah, but I've kind of since then, I'm happy to kind of where my photography is at and sort of going, okay, well now how can I improve the business side of things? So good. So you spend less time now like working on your photography, the craft, and really the time you have to learn is spent on the business. 100%. Yep. I do exactly the same poses every single session. I mostly just shoot on white now because it makes it easy for to sell, you know, wall art collections and things like that. So they all match together. But yeah, I couldn't tell you the last time. I don't do any of my own editing and I hate editing. So I don't spend any time learning how to edit. And it's probably been a while since I've watched any video on, you know, actual lighting or technique or posing newborns or anything like that. Every single video that I watch is about, yeah, growing a business. Wow. Do you think or do you feel like your progress, like with your photography, like you just said, I hate editing, I don't edit, I outsource that. And as good as your photography is, do you feel like, you know, you had this passion for photography, but it faded and business took over or was it always business in the background? That's a really good question. I did really, and don't get me wrong, I do really enjoy taking photos, but I think a lot of that, I love seeing what I can create, but I do create the same thing, you know, three to four times a week now. So I do really enjoy that side of things, but I enjoy the, you know, hanging out with the parents throughout the session. Most of my work at the hospital is being with really stressed out parents. You know, they're in hospital because they've got an unwell child. And I have spent so many years, you know, dealing with that is that now I have these parents come into the studio and they're so happy and they've got this little baby and you get to tell them how cute their baby is and take photos and, you know, all of that sort of thing. It's such a nice time in people's lives. And I really love being a part of that. You know, it's such a privilege to hang out with these babies. So often you're meeting them before grandparents have, or, you know, so many friends and family. So I do love that side of things and I always will. I think it's more so now. It's not That's not so much of a challenge. It's something that I love to do, but it doesn't challenge me anymore. And I think my personality is that I always need to be learning something, doing something new rather than just sitting around reading a novel. I'm sort of going, okay, well, what can I listen to next? Or 
And that's why I listen to the podcast every single week because I love learning something new and seeing what I can do to grow further. So I think for some listeners, some photographers, it would scare them to think that, okay, I'm comfortable with my photography. I'll just focus on the business. And they would feel like they couldn't just, you know, replicate the same kind of poses, shoot with the same lighting, same background, because they would feel like they're not being an artist anymore. They don't feel like a real photographer, as beautiful as your work is. Do you have those feelings or they don't even enter your mind? They don't. I'm not a creative person and people kind of laugh at me and they're like, yeah, but you're a photographer. And and that's, you know, like I said the other day, when people were talking about personal projects and pushing themselves in the photography world, that's never been me. I started doing this as a little bit of an outlet from the hospital and just wanting something a bit different from going to work every day and, you know, being around stressed families. I kind of saw this as a nice time. It wasn't really so much about the photography or being creative or pushing myself in that sense. It was more, yeah, a different sort of outlet. And then, yeah, as time went on, then it was the business side of things that became the challenge for me and the part that I really enjoyed because it's good fun. (laughs) (laughs) It is, it is. Before we started recording, you told me about the structure of your week. Can you just run me by that again so the listener can hear this? Because it's very structured because you don't have a lot of time, do you? Yeah, that's right. So Annie's in care three days a week. So on a Wednesday, her grandparents come and I try and spend Wednesday morning doing some sort of education of some sort, business education, and really sort of being proactive in my business. And then I shoot Wednesday afternoon. And then I'll do a shoot Thursday morning and Thursday afternoon and Friday morning. And then Friday afternoon, if I can, I'll do something for me and I'll go and get my hair done or my nails done or something like that whilst I don't have a child. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I try and keep it really structured. I mean, you know, a couple of weeks ago, there was a conference on a Saturday. So I did that on the Saturday and Glenn took Annie, my husband took Annie for the day. So it is flexible. And sometimes I will do a couple of things at night or whether when she's having a sleep on a Monday or a Tuesday, but I try and keep things as fairly structured as possible. So when you come in on a Wednesday morning to do your learning for the business, did you have to do anything to not get distracted by emails, Facebook, Instagram, all those things? Not really. I think because I know I have a limited amount of time I know that emails that Gabrielle's dealing with those. Um, Facebook is something that's always there anyway. <laughs> so I kind of just, yeah, I find myself on a Wednesday once I'm in the studio, I'm happy to just sit on the couch under the heater. I will, yeah, usually just airplay a video of some description up onto the TV and try and do what I'm learning at the same time. So I try and implement and learn together, if that makes sense. Okay. So we're recording on a Wednesday today. Did you do this this morning? Yes. Okay. So what did you watch? What did you do this morning? (laughs) Um, So this morning was um, actually just building a mind map of all of the, we're going back to the systems. So I was actually just building a mind map of all the different departments in my business and what videos I have created so far and where I need to go to next. So I was sort of just creating videos for Gabrielle as different things came up. I would just send her videos, but now I need to streamline things a little bit more. So, you know, I've created a sales section and in that obviously includes the pre-shoot selling to get them to actually book. And then you've got your same day in-person sales system. Um, And then what was my other one on the sales? 
So lead, same day IPS, uh, and then obviously my products. So under products, there's a good 14 videos there of how to order everything from a canvas to a box frame canvas to a, a wood print to delivering digital files to an album and things like that. So I'm creating a separate video so then they'll all come under the manual so it'll be really easy to search and find so that any single person can walk in here and I can say order a bamboo frame and they can watch the video and know and know what they're doing. So love that. Yeah, this morning's mind map is um it's pretty impressive. It's very fun. They're just getting everything out of my head. Um obviously you talk a lot on the podcast. I listen a lot to you know, people saying that uh, essentially at this stage, what I do is I have a job because if I don't come to work, I don't make any money. So I, that's my biggest goal for this year. And especially staring down the barrel of maternity leave and wanting to have some time off is that I really want to create a business and not a job. Got it. I love it. So are you using something like MindNode Pro or something like that to do your mind mapping? It's called mindmeister.com. Cool. Okay. So there's lots of different ones out there. They're great. I've used them as well for creating courses and mapping out my business as well. They're really cool like that. Yeah. Mark taught me ages ago. He does a similar one with his clients, a bubble map thing. So I had created a bubble map of how I was going to earn a million dollars. So that's a very much a big overview of my business, but this is more a, a very small sort of structured part of it. Cool. So next Wednesday, when you come in, do you already have something in mind that you're going to be learning for next week? Like, is it planned out that far in advance? Or do you come on, on Tuesday, do you think of what you're going to watch on Wednesday? So I guess at the moment, so I created a business plan last month and I um, was looking at the biggest things that I need to do. And for me at the moment, systems is the biggest part of my business, especially, as I said, going into maternity leave at the end of the year. So everything at the moment is focused around systems and getting that done and looking into, yeah, obviously, as I said, I started using teamwork and learning how to use that and creating what videos I have to create, what videos I can outsource so Gabrielle can do it or outsource to a VA. So everything at the moment is kind of, yeah, around those systems. And then obviously then the next thing on my business plan, sort of looking at the next topic, which might be, okay, my conversion rate at the moment you know, isn't as good as where it could be. So how am I going to change that? So, but I kind of, by structuring it as to be what is the most important thing in my business now, it's definitely creating those systems so that other people can help me run my business and I will work out how I parent two children, uh, a newborn and a toddler <laughs> and run a business at the same time. I got it. Oh, so good. So I really want to dive into your business because I mean, obviously you are hugely successful and I want to get into the marketing and the sales side of things. I'm not sure how much this is going to be for free listeners and how much we're going to leave for members, but let's talk a little bit about sales because it sounds like your photography, although you've become a better photographer, it hasn't changed a lot, but your sales have gone up dramatically. Is that because you're photographing more clients, you've increased your prices, or you've created a price list that allows clients to spend more? Yeah, it's a really, really good question. So I was doing the Sue Bryce reveal wall which worked really well when I was photographing 50 clients a year. And I loved it. I loved being able to print their photos. I loved being able to do the whole reveal. But now having a child and not wanting to spend as much time in my business and wanting to spend more time on my business, I moved to same-day in-person sales. And, yeah, it was funny. I called Mark and I said I want to increase my average sales, so therefore I just increased my prices. But 
actually having a conversation with him and we just tweaked a couple of things meant that I'm just now selling more things. So by doing the same day in-person sales, I don't, and I know a lot of people sort of go, oh, you know, you send them off for a cup of tea and a coffee and and these people have already been here for an hour and a half to two hours. Like that just doesn't work for me. I think that's really not unfair. It just doesn't work for me with a newborn baby. So I show them their photos they don't they're not cropped they're not altered in any way whatsoever I just say to them if you can see the heater on the baby it'll be delivered it'll be gone if you can see the light stand that'll be gone you can see my feet that'll be gone you know that sort of thing and even with my like obviously with newborn babies sometimes you put them in bowls and nests and things like that I don't I just put that I do that in post in a digital background just because if the baby flinches, they could get a stick in the head or something like that. So even with those photos, I just say to them, so this photo, the baby will be in the nest at the end. And it, well, it hasn't affected my sales. My sales have obviously gone up dramatically, my average sale. So I have found that you don't even have to, you don't have to, I don't make any adjustments to exposure or anything. I just show them and they're happy to um, look at them straight away. So I show them a little slideshow. I show them all their photos and yeah, had a good chat with Mark. We tweaked a couple of things and now I'm finding that most people will still buy the portrait box, I think because I love it and (laughs) sort of has come from the reveal wall. I love the portrait box. Well, I think I messaged Mark the other day and said, since having that conversation with you in March where I said, I'm just going to put up my prices and he told me not to, 40% of clients have then bought two items instead of one item. So just adding on that extra wall art or, you know, something like that has increased dramatically and added $300 onto my average sale. Okay. So just so I'm clear on this, so Mark said, or he advised you not to put your prices up, but instead to focus on selling an extra product or two. Is that right? Yes, exactly. Yep. Yep. So we just added a couple of extra things, some credit, and then just obviously the way that you then pose it to them and say to them, okay, so you've bought this now, what about this? And just keep asking them until they say no, because (laughs) they may say yes. And they quite well, in 40% of the cases, they have said yes. And so I kind of just go with it from there. So yeah, I mean, last week they added on a big wall art collection. And then I actually said to them, and now would you like something else for the nursery? And they said, yes, again. So, you know, all of a sudden that's a five and a half thousand dollar sale when, you know, previously when I was doing the reveal walls, they would take their box and be very happy and, and go. Got it. Okay. So just to be clear again for the listener, so if anyone's unfamiliar with Sue Bryce's reveal walls, so what you were doing, Elle, is you do the photo session the parents would go away, go home. You would do the printing, the matting, and then they'd come back and there'd be a, a beautiful wall with all the images already printed and matted. So they go, wow, and they buy the lot most, in most cases. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's pretty pretty much how it goes. So they get to take them all home on the day or they choose six or they – and everyone kind of goes, it's a waste of money, but it really was I have a printer and I print them myself and you just reuse the mats what it is, is it's a massive amount of time is that it takes to be able you know, you. to print all. Yeah. I've got to edit all of those photos and print all of those photos and then, you know, do the actual session. Whereas now the other thing that I really like now is that, you know, 
when I have a toddler in the session or different facial expressions from the baby is that it doesn't matter if I show 30 now because my top collection is 20, but I can show 30, which allows me to one, sell more images if they want more. But two, people just see their children differently to what I see them. So, you know, they kind of go, oh, I like that expression. Whereas I'm like, oh, that's not the one I'd choose. Or <laughs> mum might look at herself and go, oh, have you got any other photos of me? And I can just flick back from Pro Select to Lightroom and I can be like, here's the 10 I took. And I would only do that if they asked. But because I haven't done any alteration, no soft proofing or anything to them, it doesn't matter to flick back to Lightroom and they can see exactly the same thing. Got it. So when you were doing the Sue Bryce method, did you have wall art? Like was that an optional upsell? It was. It was just very rare that somebody took it because they had their box and they got to take them home that day. And it just, it probably was a little bit of me not pushing it either. I was really happy if they took the box, you know, and their $2,000 and off they went. It was perfect for me. But now because they obviously don't get the box on the day, I really want to sell them the box and then I really want to sell them something else as well. So now if the family or the parents buy the box of prints or the wall art, which one is better for you? Premium members of PhotoBiz Exposed hear more of the best photography business strategies from every guest. Elle, this hour has absolutely flown by. I have had a ball chatting to you. I know there's going to be requests to get you back, so I won't hit you up right now, but I will <laughs> at some point. No worries. <laughs> massive, massive thanks for coming on, sharing everything you have. Massive congrats on your pregnancy and on your fantastic business. This has been fun. It's been so good to watch your journey. So again, massive thanks. Thank you so much for having me. I feel very honoured to be on the podcast and something that I have listened to for over 200 episodes and it's been, you know, everything in my business has happened pretty much because of the podcast and, you know, meeting Mark and Joel and learning about Bernie ads and Alex and everything has happened because of the podcast. So I am very grateful to you and to the community. It's awesome. Thanks, Sarah. I hope you enjoyed that interview as much as I did. I think it's pretty obvious how much I admire Elle and what she's achieved in her business. And I'm 100% confident that it's impossible to walk away from that interview and not feel motivated and excited about business. And I know there has to be or had to have been a ton of takeaways. So if, if there was, if there's something that you picked up from Elle that you thought, yes, absolutely, I am going to be implementing that into my business, I would love to hear about it. I know Elle would as well. If you're a premium member, let us know in the members Facebook group. Elle is obviously there and she'll be looking forward to hearing your questions, answering those, reading your comments, uh, even if you just want to say thanks for coming on and sharing. I know that she'd love that and I would too. Uh, if you're listening to the free version of the podcast, feel free to leave a comment or a question for Elle at the bottom of the show notes. This week, the show notes are at photobizx.com forward slash 429. Now in those show notes, as usual, I have examples of Elle's beautiful work. I've got links to anything and everything that she mentioned, including her social media profiles. If you want to follow up with her personally, it's all there in that one spot, photobizx.com forward slash 429. And Elle, again, massive thanks from me to you for agreeing to do today's interview. It really was a pleasure and massive, again, massive congrats on all your success. 
You're listening to the number one photography business podcast with Andrew Helmich, photobizx.com. A couple of quick announcements before we close out today's episode. The first one is in regards to the LinkedIn training for photographers. It actually kicked off last week. I was going to say last Thursday, but it could have been your Wednesday. We had session one, which was delivered by Jeff Brown, the LinkedIn expert and photography business coach. It was a full-on session. It was about an hour and a half plus time for some Q&A afterwards. Since recording that first session, I've created a Facebook group. If you are an attendee of the LinkedIn for Photographers course, so make sure you have access to that. I have emailed you, but shoot me a PM on Messenger or on LinkedIn if you don't have access, and I'll make sure you get set up there. If you aren't enrolled in the course, there is still time to do that at the special price of $97. It is doubling in price after the month of September 21. If you do enroll this week, there's still time to make the live presentations or the live delivery of the course over the next three weeks. But I do make sure that each session is recorded and you'll have access to those recordings immediately afterwards. Plus, you'll have access to Jeff inside the group, the Facebook group, where you can get personal help with the things that he covers each session. And I am working through this with all the different course participants. I'm setting up my profile, my account. I'm doing what Jeff is teaching. And it's been pretty cool to say the least. In fact, I've, I've just checked the Facebook group for members doing the course. And there's a post at the top of the page from John Glazer. And he says, guess I'm doing something right. This is my total views since last week. And the number that he screenshot is plus 425% since last week. (laughs) That's a pretty good return after one session with Jeff. Just amazing. So yeah, look, if you want to get involved, head over to photobizx.com forward slash LinkedIn. It's a four-week course. We've run week one. It's recorded. It's there and waiting for you. Come and join us for the live delivery of the next three sessions if you can make them. Otherwise, catch the recordings, participate in the group, and start utilizing the social media platform that so few photographers are, and it's there, ripe, and ready for you to connect with your potential clients. Jeff is showing us exactly how to do that. photobizx.com forward slash LinkedIn for more details on that. You're listening to Photo Biz Exposed with your host, Andrew Helmich. You may remember that I interviewed Paula Brennan. She is the personal branding photographer based in Australia, and she talked about her $10,000 personal branding photography days, which blew my mind. I know a lot of listeners were blown away by those numbers and were impressed with so much of what Paula had to share in that interview. I have linked to that in the show notes, but if you are a personal brand photographer or you're looking at introducing personal branding photography to what you do, Paula is running her breakthrough mentoring program. It's the last time for this year. There is still time to register for that one. Head over to photobizx.com forward slash breakthrough for more details on the training. And if you are a PhotoBizX Premium member and you do join or sign up for that training with Paula, as long as you use that link, photobizx.com forward slash breakthrough, I do have a $400 rebate for you. So sign up, send me your receipt, 
and your PayPal email address, and I'll organize a $400 rebate for you. You'll have to be quick for that one. I'm pretty sure the doors are closing to that training later this week. So photobizx.com forward slash breakthrough for more details on that. You'll have to have a call with Paula before she takes you on as a client. She wants to make sure you're a good fit. And I know, I know for a fact that she has said no to a couple of PhotoBizX premium members or listeners uh, who just, she felt, weren't ready to go into this training. So have a chat to Paula. If you think it might be a good fit, she will let you know. She won't take you on unless she knows you're going to be successful with this. And last up today, I have the winner of the Straps Dual Camera Harness. This was put up by Murray Redpath, who is the, the designer and the manufacturer of these beautiful harnesses. They're all leather, they're carbon fiber and stainless steel. These things look absolutely beautiful. I had one up on offer as part of a competition and I asked for entries via email. What I did was put all those entries, all those email entries in order from one to 30, there were 30 entries. I used a random number generator and a number was spat out. I went down the list, found our winner, who was Paula Andrews of Paula Andrews Photography. So congratulations to you, Paula. I'll need you to contact me and let me know your postal address so Murray can get that harness to you. Now, as, an, as a bonus, as a bonus, I was also sent a harness by Murray to have a look at so I could talk about it and share it with you. Uh, I was expecting to send that back because I'm not shooting with two cameras anymore these days. And Murray said, look, give that away to another entrant. So I thought, fantastic, that's so good. So what I did was I went through the list of entries looking for the first person who chose the size and the color of the dual camera harness that Murray sent me as a sample. And I'm happy to say the winner of the second strap is Veronica Segredo of blueclickphotography.com. So Veronica, you are the lucky second winner of one of these beautiful camera harnesses. So Veronica, if you can get in touch with me via email or messenger, I'll need your postal address so I can send this beautiful harness out to you. So congratulations to Paula and Veronica, and thank you to everyone who entered the competition. Don't forget, if you are interested in getting one of these dual camera straps for yourself, you can use the promo code PHOTOBIZX to save 20% off, and you can see these gorgeous straps at straps.photography, and straps is S-T-R-A-P-Z dot photography. That's the website, straps.photography. Use the promo code PHOTOBIZX to save 20%. Alrighty, that is it for this episode of the podcast. I hope you have an amazing week wherever you are in the world. Hope you are staying safe and healthy. I'll be back next week with another interview. If you're doing the LinkedIn training, I will see you there on Wednesday or Thursday, depending where you are in the world. And again, massive thanks to Elle Payne for coming on and sharing everything she did. Thank you so much, Elle. Alrighty, have a fantastic week, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. If you have enjoyed this episode, head to photobizx.com. Join the conversation, leave a comment, and share your thoughts on the interview with Andrew and today's special guest. 